0: virtual couch
1: It's time for the teachers Tuesday
0: tidbits where she provides small doses of wisdom that packs a whole lot of power <laughs> Do your thing and drop them gems on them. Drop them gems on them. Hey, and welcome to Letitia's virtual couch. Today, you make it a little sticky and controversial. Guess what we're talking about today? Cancel culture. <laughs> Yes, cancel culture. I know we've been hearing a lot of that lately with everybody canceling each other because they've been offended or just a little bit overly sensitive, right? Depend on what side of the fence you're on. Some may say it's warranted. Some may say, you know what? Get over it. You're too sensitive. So yes, on the heels of the Dave Chappelle ban um, and removal from Netflix by Netflix, we're going to talk about cancel culture. and what is just being too sensitive is you know are we just being too sensitive or was Netflix really warranted and I'm not just gonna keep it at Netflix because it's a whole movement now cancel culture has just become a thing it's a whole movement and it's just taking a whole life on its own so we're gonna get into some things today so stay tuned Hey, this is your girl, Leticia coming to you from the virtual couch. I want to take a little bit of your time today to discuss how to find the right therapist. Now, like with anything, your hairstylist, your gardener, your medical doctor, it may take a few tries before you find the right fit. Finding the right therapist is no different. So stay the course and don't give up. Also, I want to empower you to ask questions. Do not feel like you're being intrusive by asking questions because guess what? This is the person that's going to lead you and guide you towards your healing. And this is a very important partnership. So I will say this even as a therapist myself, if a therapist becomes offended by any questions that you may have, just like with any other individual that I discussed before, like your doctor, your gardener, whoever, someone you know, working on your home. If they become offended, you're probably not gonna hire them, right? Exactly. Your therapist is no different. So don't feel offended. Don't be offended by the degrees and the licenses and yes, all those hard things we worked for, but we're here for you. And so it is your right to ask every question you need to ask to make sure it is the right fit for you and again it may take a few tries and again it doesn't mean that you're a bad person or that therapist is a bad person either it just means that you know what they may not be the right person to guide you on your journey um so i want to leave you with a free a few resources uh, psychologytoday.com is a resource where you can view various therapists and you can even input your area by your zip code, your city and your state to find the therapist nearest you. You can also go to therapyforblackgirls.com and therapyforblackmen.org. Please seek these resources out. They are awesome. There are some wonderful very experienced therapists on these sites, some of which are my beautiful colleagues. And I know the hard work that they do and they are waiting to hear from you. Okay. So I'm not going to take any more of your time because I know you can't rush to, can't wait to get to that computer, right? And search out that therapist. So, I'm not going to say anything further. If you want to tell me about your experience, I would love to hear about it. Please email me at virtualcouchpodcast1 at gmail.com. And happy hunting. Take care.
1: the hot-button topic of what's been called cancel culture. It's defined as withdrawing support for public figures and companies after they've done or said something considered objectionable or offensive. A recent poll from Morning Consult and Politico found Americans are split on the issue, with 46 percent saying cancel culture has gone too far. The newest episode of CBSN's Speaking Frankly series dives into the debate. Take a look.
0: We see a number of people who have been publicly shamed, who have gone viral because they were harassing black people, harassing people of color. And when the public galvanizes around one of these clips, what folks are doing is saying that collectively this is not acceptable for our society. There's a benefit to calling attention to a behavior that is genuinely causing harm to other people, but it's one thing to go after a celebrity who has said a terrible thing, uh, and it's another thing to go after a private citizen who happened to get caught on film in a really bad moment. Those are not equivalent.
1: CBSN Originals executive producer Adam Yanomaguchi joins us now. Adam, good morning. Why are people so divided on this issue?
2: You know, this really comes down to values. Uh, those who have been driving cancel culture uh, want to create a society that is equitable, that is tolerant, that is inclusive. And that cancel culture really is a mechanism to to, to push us in that direction by calling out people and organizations who are on the wrong side of progress uh, will actually help society make real progress. Now, on the other side are those who say that um, people are offended by anything and everything Um, we as a society have become far too sensitive about the words that we use and that it's also it's almost criminal uh, to say something that offends. And so there's been a real backlash against cancel culture um, in, in, the, in the face, in the name of political correctness, uh, people are being punished for words and actions that were said far, far long ago at a time when those words or ideas were, were deemed acceptable. Uh, people are being called out on video for experiencing a particularly bad moment where when they may have said something uh, that, uh, you know, perhaps was 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 off color. And so people are being punished uh, people are losing their careers and their livelihoods um, through this cancel culture.
1: And people have been effectively banished in the past, if you will, but social media has really accelerated the process, hasn't it?
2: Absolutely. Um, People, have, people who previously didn't have a platform or a voice to call out others, particularly those in power who have you know, perhaps acted inappropriately but have been able to act with impunity, have been called out. We saw that a few years ago with the Me Too movement. And we are experiencing in this moment, as the nation reckons over its racial and, and cultural injustices, yet another wave of companies, organizations, and people who are being called out for being on the wrong side of that as well.
1: Well, it's important to underline bad behavior. What's sort of scary in the social media aspect of this is it can happen so swiftly and you can develop almost kind of a mob mentality and end up discouraging sort of a a deep debate on certain issues.
2: Absolutely. And that's that's the big conundrum. And I don't think anyone really has an answer as to how do we fix this? How do we go back to having reasoned, rational, nuanced discussions? Social media has been the catalyst for this latest wave of cancellation. And as you pointed out, social media, viral uh, viral videos don't encourage nuanced discussion. They encourage quick, instant action.
3: Have a seat
2: on the Burfield couch.
3: Get it, girl.
0: Let's go. Hey you guys, and welcome back. So as you already know, today's episode is about cancel culture. And uh, let's start with the definition. And I gathered this definition from Urban Dictionary. Yes, a very reputable source, don't judge me. (laughs) Okay. Cancel culture is defined by the Urban Dictionary um, as a modern internet phenomenon where a person is ejected from influence or fame by questionable actions. It is caused by a critical mass of people who are quick to judge and slow to question. It is commonly caused by an um, accusation, whether that accusation has merit or not. It is a direct result of the ignorance of people caused, communication technologies outpacing the growth and available knowledge of a person. That sounded kind of weird, but let me read that again. <laughs> it is commonly caused by an accusation, whether that accusation has merit or not. It is a direct result of the ignorance of people caused communication technologies outpacing the growth and available knowledge of a person. Okay, so basically that saying, that the internet is really really fast (laughs) so when something happens the internet just has a mind of its own and it just blows up so who has been a part of this this list in the past now we know our girl chrisette michelle poor thing she has she still hasn't bounced back right isn't that crazy? Chrisette Michelle, if you do not remember, she sang at the inauguration of former President Trump. And people just lost it. Black tr- on Twitter, like, literally just canceled her. Like, they really put her on the chopping block. <laughs> Poor thing. And, I mean, we definitely, we really haven't heard from her since, right? Crazy. We also have... And I I say this, (laughs) I really didn't want to put his name on here, but Terry Crews, is he really canceled, you guys? Or is he just like a a joke at this point Um, and a troll? Because he says things just a troll, I think, at this point, because he knows that Black Twitter is just going to just let him have it. And I think he loves it because when you think about it, he doesn't really get any attention anywhere else, right? So... I think he still wants to be invited to the cookout, but he knows he has been disinvited. So he trolls every now and then. <laughs> Who else has been on this list? Kanye West. Kanye West is added, and then he escapes somehow every time. It's just really weird. Uh, but yeah, he's been on it a couple of times. Dave Chappelle, more recently. So, um, yeah, Dave Chappelle have um, a new Netflix uh, comedy show called The Closer. Now, I saw this coming for the simple fact I'm a very critical thinker. And uh, Dave Chappelle is a very critical thinker, too. I think he has two parents that were college professors. If They're, they're still college professors, I'm, I believe, if they haven't retired. But anyway he comes from good stock and um i don't know why people don't think that dave chappelle is very calculated in everything that he does just because one is a comedian doesn't mean that they don't have um intelligence um to be honest with you to be a comedian i think it takes wit and intelligence to be able to um you know um get your crowd going and um you know, influence them and um, just keep them laughing. That takes skill. I think that takes quite a bit of intelligence. Do you do you agree? I agree. <laughs> if you don't agree, I agree with myself. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, and more recently, Meek Mills. And so I was really out of the loop for a minute because, uh, for I guess a day or so, because I've just been busy on some stuff. But uh, he just came out with a new album, and I heard he has some pretty controversial artwork that was on his bus and um, album cover. And so, um, yeah, I heard he has, and I've seen a little bit of it, he has an album cover of um, some naked women and, you know, showing some places where the sun really don't shine, (laughs) I should say. And, uh, you know, nothing really seems to uh, surprise me anymore in in the hip-hop culture. It's not like it's anything new, right? But people were all in an uproar, you know, uproar, saying that it's basically taking us years back. And um, I totally agree, but I try to not let things like this ruffle my feathers too much. Because, again, we also live in a troll culture. You know, people do anything for shock value these days. Um, so when I know some of that is going on, I really don't let allow people to, um, insult my intelligence and I kind of ignore it, <laughs> but it is news. And so I wanted to add that as well, but I just wanted to name, um, a few people. Um, you know, what name just really came to mind too was Felicia Rashad. You know, she was on the council culture bench for a while. I don't know if she's still on it, but, uh, from some remarks that she made in defense of Bill Cosby. Now I know that's her longtime friend and um, and everything, so she had made some statements um, after he was released from prison. However, you know I look at that, mm, you know she has a right to her opinion. I think we live in a society where uh, freedom of speech is is scarce today. <laughs> Um, she has a right to voice her opinion, but I don't think that was really the problem. Um, although it was a problem, I think it was the fact that she was going to be, I think, the president of fine arts at Howard. If I'm not mistaken, I think that was the the department or drama department, something like that. But anyway, the students felt like she should not be... Um, in a leadership position and I can definitely see that, but I also see the other side too, where, you know, she has a right to voice her her opinion about something, okay? So with that said, um, I wanted to know, um, does people really get canceled? You know, how can you cancel someone? So in, in my stance, I don't feel like anyone can uh, be canceled who God has created and who He has blessed, right? Um, it takes guts to be in an original and go against the grain. I will say that these days. And um, usually when people are canceled, they go against the grain. And I think we have too many followers now. Um, in the case of um, R&B singer, Chrisette Michelle, Um, and Dave Chappelle, these are two very courageous individuals who, well, I don't know. Well, I don't want to say Chrisette isn't courageous. I don't think she thought she was going to get the backlash that she received. Um, if she could do it all over again, I don't think she would. Now, Dave Chappelle, on the other other hand, I should say, um, I think he would because Dave is a troll. I love him. Um... But I think he would, and I think he does things for a reason. Because if you if, see, think about it, people don't listen. His whole, the whole point of "Sticks and Stones," the first one that came out, what last year, sometime, or maybe even two years ago. Now time is just flying. It was just basic, you know, basically about the uh, hypocrisy that we have in society that one group can be talked about and people are instantly canceled and shunned and basically crucified right then you have other groups and all the things that he have said about african-americans and other groups and nothing's being said and so he just wanted to point out the current um, climate that we're in and how people are very sensitive um, and this is not to say that people shouldn't be disrespected. Of course, people shouldn't be murdered in any of that. Um, I don't condone that. But he was basically saying that, you know, we should be able to voice our opinions and not be shunned. Um, and it doesn't mean that I hate you and I fear you. And I totally agree with that. I really do. Um, that's my stance as well. We should be able to voice our opinion. I don't have to like with your lifestyle. And that doesn't mean that I don't love you. And it definitely doesn't mean that I fear you. And so that's basically all he was saying, and how um, we need to all come together. We're all, you know, part of the human race and blah, 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 basically, right? So, um, yeah, but with that said, um, you can't cancel what God has blessed, first of all. But I wanted to point out in this very short episode because I won't um, keep you long. It's a simple fact. Is there a double standard when it comes to men and women in the cancel culture? Now, we see Terry Crews. He has done like numerous things, just countless offenses, right, <laughs> to the culture. But again, we know, I think we kind of look at the, um what's his name, Terry Crews, as like a joke at this point. But um, Chrisette Michelle, she definitely was canceled Um after deciding to sing at the, um, inauguration, and she hasn't recovered since. Um, I've been seeing some people talk of her emerging, you know, with the new, you know, her new album. I don't know, maybe it's rumor. And I've been seeing her on social media, basically, uh, talking about her, her, her cancellation. But as you can see, her career definitely hasn't bounced back. It hasn't been the same. And um, another thing that I noticed, nobody really rallied behind her for her right to sing. I mean, come on. This is one of some coin, okay? Now, I'm not saying to sell out and do any of that, you know, for money. No. Because, no, I've walked away many times for money. Money does you know, doesn't move me at all. Never have, never will. But I'm just saying, you know, people have a right to decide what they want to do to make a living, right? She, I mean, Chrisette Michelle hasn't really been one of the top singers where she's probably making a lot of money like that, right? So when opportunity comes, hey, we gotta let our sister and brothers like do their thing, right? Um, So I don't know. But I just noticed there was a pattern. It seemed like a double standard. Um, And like the culture is a little bit harder on women. I don't know. I I want your take on this. Um, Again, she hasn't bounced back yet. And um, one thing I will say about um, this society as a whole, why I thought this was also ironic is that usually we have a very um, short memory. You know, something happens, we forget. But the culture definitely hasn't uh, forgiven her at all. So I don't know. So and we'll see what would happen, um, what's going to occur with Dave Chappelle as well. Now, Dave, on the other hand, he has walked away before from what was it, 50 million dollars and he bounced back. And I think that's where the power lies when you just don't care and um, you're not a slave to money. Um, I just think there's a special blessing that comes from that. You know, that's something that's in the Bible, too. You know, we can't serve two masters. And um, Dave Chappelle has really exemplified. um, I said exemplified that um, definitely, right? He's really been a pillar of how um, we are not to succumb and um, be a slave to money you know, and so with that said, I really hope that Prisette Michelle bounced back, that the culture finally um, redeem her. Because I think um, here recently they did a side by side of her and Kanye. Some of the things that he he's done and been forgiven for. Like he literally was wearing the um, make American great again and running for office, you know, uh Messing up the votes, and just you know, he's a clown. So, I don't know, is it a thing that when we just see people as trolls and clowns, we just don't take them seriously? Versus you know, Chrisette Michelle, it seemed like people were just really hard on her again. I don't want to start any mess here, but that's the state of the black woman again, right? Um, we just always seem to have a heavier cross to bear. I don't know. But give me your thoughts. You know, I like to inspire, empower, and um, enlighten my audience. And uh, thank you for visiting me and keeping me company on the virtual couch today. I love your company. And I definitely want to hear your input at virtualcouchpodcast1 at gmail.com. And so, um, yeah, with that said... um, God bless you, and don't counsel anyone else, okay? Unless they really need it. <laughs> righty, bye.
3: She lost fans, she lost followers, she even lost a potential gig with filmmaker Spike Lee. When the news broke, Spike Lee posted on Instagram, I was thinking about using Chrisette's song, Black Girl Magic, in my Netflix series, She's Gotta Have It, Not Anymore. Then you have Questlove weighing in. Of course, The Roots drummer and the Tonight Show band leader tweeting, I'd pay Crissette to not perform. Crissette Michelle is with me now. She just released her latest single, a spoken word track called No Political Genius. It is a direct response to the inauguration uproar. It is such a pleasure to meet you. Thank, Thank you for coming by.
4: Thanks for having me. Okay,
3: let's back up. Yeah.
4: Why did you say,
3: yes, I'll perform?
4: I said we have to be seen. Somebody's got to see us. The Democrats aren't even coming. I've got to be one and I've got to be there. Uh, they've got to hear from us. they got to see what we look like, see what we think like and see what we think because I was watching TV saying I know he ain't talking to me. You didn't get a chance to talk to him. I got a chance to talk to the entire country and I think he might be watching. You know
3: who else might be watching is Spike Lee. I want you first to just address Spike Lee and Questlove because of what they said in response to you performing. What would you say to them.
4: Spike Lee you were supposed to mentor me through this moment. I mean you came before us you taught us all of the art for change. This is what art for change is. I wore a Basquiat shirt skirt on the the stage of the inaugural ball were you not paying attention. And Questlove you know how much I love you but I would have paid you to perform.
3: That's my response to that. That's your response to that. That's
4: it. That's it. If we're artists, if we're supposed to be the people who shake the world with our art, then we've got to stand on stages where we're uncomfortable and tell our truth. I was so excited to be able to show what we look like, who we are, and what we've got to say on that stage. Were you
3: feeling nervous, though, over, we talked about you know Jennifer Holliday and other Mm -hmm. people who received such hate that they
4: pulled out? I mean, Barack Obama received such hate and he ran again. Do you know what I mean? So I'm going to keep running just like he did. At the end of the day, everybody's going to get hate when they stand up for what they believe in. And black Twitter is not the entire country. Black Twitter is not the entire black America. So I refuse to make 6,000 comments the voice of black America.
3: India Ari gave you love? My
4: love India. Um, Maxwell.
3: How about your, your family? Mm-hmm. What's their response to all of this? Back? So my
4: mom and dad actually work right around here. Uh, but my mom and dad and, and brothers, of course, were, were super supportive. But, you know, you've got those old aunts who are petrified of politics, you know, because you can't mix religion and politics. And we grew up... Pentecostal so any of this is straight taboo um so but I mean after they saw that first of all I sang a gospel song so after they saw the performance and kind of understood where I was coming from uh, it's been a lot more love but it was a little bit scary for me if
3: did you want to meet Trump what would you say
4: to Trump if you were to meet him this is what we look like. Uh, You know what? At the end of the day, he's got constituents. He's got uh, folks in the cabinet. He's got people not there anymore, uh, as news just told us. Um, I want him to know what we have to say, uh, what we think. Uh, My goal with all of this is to bring the story of the black girl in Far Rockaway who's got a baby and is on welfare with the story of the white girl in South Dakota who's got a baby and is on welfare. I want everybody to see how much we have in common and I want to bring those stories to the people that matter and see if we can make some change. So if I've got to, you know, coin a phrase, no political genius, and create a TV show myself so that our voice can be heard as a whole, then I will. I don't mind being the gap. You can
3: speak from experience now after all of this. So nice to meet you. Thank you so much. Thank you so me. much.
0: Cancel J.K. Rowling. My God. J.K. Rowling wrote all the
1: Harry Potter books by herself. <laughs> she sold so many books. The Bible worries about her. And they canceled her because she said in an interview, and this is not exactly what she said, but effectually, she said, gender was a fact. And then the trans community got mad as shit. They started calling her a TERF. So I looked it up. <laughs> TERF is an acronym. Stands for Trans Exclusionary Radical Feminist. I'm Team TERF. I agree. I agree, man.
0: Gender is a fact.
1: Right, so joining me now is activist and writer Raquel Willis. Raquel, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. Um, So let's talk about some things here and why there's been such criticism and see um, what you come up with, what we come up with here. Because he made the joke, The critics are saying, look, look, you have to consider what's happening during this last historic year of anti-transgender legislation introduced at least thir- in 33 states, less than a year after a record high number of transgender people, most of them trans women of color, were killed. So what did you think? What, and you have to keep in mind, he is a comedian, right? But what did you and so what did you think when you heard this?
0: Well, when I watched the special, um, I felt kind of disheartened that he was continuing this attack on the trans community. Wasn't that show fire? I hope you enjoyed your time on the virtual couch with our girl Latisha
2: on Latisha's virtual couch.
0: You did that, Latisha.
2: virtual couch.